Are we out of touch? Find out on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pushback. I'm Dr. Johnny coming to you again this week with something that's uh, on my heart, which I think will connect with each and every one of you as well. I just want to pause and say thank you to all of my listeners who have connected uh, over these past uh, two and a half seasons. I'm so grateful to you. I'm so grateful for the momentum uh, that is behind this podcast. And I'm uh, so thankful that you are tuning in each and every week. I encourage you to share these podcasts, not only just the link, uh, but share them with your children. Uh, get into small groups. Start talking about these culturally relevant issues uh, because it's so important that we as the body of Christ connect to the heart of the Father and what he has for us in our culture. And so if we're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. We can't just be uh, victims of the culture. We can't go into the fetal position. We can't just let uh, the current of uh, current culture just sweep us away. But we have to stand firm and we have to push back with the truth, the realm of his truth uh, over our culture, because it's only the truth that will set us free. So thank you for tuning in again. Uh, this podcast is entitled Out of Touch. Um, I, I feel like when we look at our culture today, I don't think it's too hard to tell in light of cell phones and video games and, and even most recently, this crazy COVID pandemic actually began to coin a new phrase that wasn't really even in our vocabulary three or four years ago, the phrase social distancing. And and I know that there are seasons for this, and I know that there was a time for our safety that we needed to do this, but I, I believe that it's so important that this does not become our new normal. And, and what I see in the culture so often is sort of this social disconnect that we see just even in between the interactions of human beings. I think I've shared before that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a medical physician and, and we get uh, some funding from our hospital to go do continual medical, continuing medical education. And it's been proven that doctors can only learn in exotic, beautiful, warm, sunny places. <laughs> and so oftentimes our conferences, I'm, uh, I say a little bit sheepishly, is are usually on some kind of island or coastal resort and we go and we learn and we also uh, just enjoy our spouses and the time away as well as get some uh, new information cutting at cutting edge information about our profession um, it's interesting when you sit on the beach which my my wife and I have really enjoyed doing lately I don't know if it's just that we're getting older um, but you know sitting we <laughs> excuse the expression, we call it sitting our butt on the beach <laughs> because we just need to decompress and we need to unwind. And, and so it's so important that we just do that. 
Uh, but of course, when you're sitting on the beach, it's perfect people watching. You can't really help but watch the people go by. And Amy and I have noticed that uh, when couples walk on the beach, they don't hold hands anymore. What is going on? My wife and I hold hands all the time. And uh, maybe it's changing culturally, but I, I, I don't have the raw data on Johnny and Amy's people watching experiences. But I would say maybe one in 30 couples, one in 50 couples actually hold hands. This is a beach we're talking about here. This is this is the exotic getting away, enjoying one another, walking along a beautiful sand beach, watching the sunset, and people still aren't holding hands. It's very romantic. So what is going on? We had a chance to go to the Cayman Islands. They have a beach called 10 Mile Beach, which is one of our favorite places on the planet. Uh, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, but people weren't holding hands. So Amy and I are like, let's stand up. Let's go for a walk. Let's hold hands. Let's show people how to do it. <laughs> I don't think it's a lost art, but it's about physical contact. We're, we're out of touch. We, we, we don't realize the importance of physical contact. We've all seen it when you go to a restaurant and you see a couple that have gone out to dinner together and they are on their cell phones and they are simply not talking to each other. I believe we've all experienced it. Maybe it's you <laughs> who have done it. This is a chance to go out and to enjoy each other and to look each other in the eyes and to have a real conversation. Instead, people are connected to their phones. And we see it all the time. We see it in airports. We see it, uh, people walking down the street and, and bumping into street signs because they're not paying attention because they are so disconnected with their cell phones. And obviously, we see it with driving and the dangers that go along with that as well. But see, this is there's a sadness connected to this disconnect that's taking place. Now, some people are introverts and, and, and we, I say we because I'm probably one of them as well. Um, you know, you always know if you're an introvert or you're an extrovert by how you recharge, how you refuel your batteries. And introverts tend to refuel by being alone and getting some quiet time. Extroverts tend to refuel by being with others. And either one is bad or, or, or better than the other. It's just different ways that we're sometimes wired that way. Um, so introverts can be charged, recharged by being alone, but the Lord only brings us to be alone to recharge so that we get to go impact the world and other people. It's all about other people, and we, and we can never forget that. I wrote uh, two of my books, uh, Restoring the Power of Family and uh, The Ultimate, uh, which is my marriage book. I wrote it in a, a condo that we had uh, during a season of our lives, and I was able to escape to the condo to do writing. And I would go, and and because I'm an introvert, <laughs> day one was sort of heavenly, if I can say, just being alone and having time and having quiet. And I could just feel my body being refueled and my mind being refueled from, from busy life. And that would be good for about a day and a half. When I got to the end of the second day, I just began to sort of miss people. And sometimes I'd go up to this condo that was on a lake in the winter and there was nobody there. And it was, it's literally cricket, cricket, cricket. And by the time I got to day three, even though I was writing and getting things done, I would call my wife fairly frequently and say, I miss you. I'm kind of ready to come home. 
and this is coming from an introvert, we just need each other. We are actually hardwired to need each other. And what I'm seeing, unfortunately, are meetings being canceled and conferences being canceled and things are turning virtual and work is being done more remotely. And some of these are side effects of the pandemic that's happening. And, and there is some good. It has opened up some avenues for people to connect with churches that maybe they haven't been able to connect with. People have been able to be home more and work remotely. Um, but we cannot give up meeting together meeting together, being together, physical touch and connection with each other. It's such an important aspect and culturally of the kingdom. Hebrews 10.24 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. <coughs> Excuse me. And all the more as you see the day approaching. Not giving up meeting together. Amy and I have the privilege of going to Hungry Horse, Montana this week. We do this uh, every year uh, at the Revival in the Rockies camp sponsored by Rain Ministries and our dear friends Jim and Ramona Ricard who have been just forerunners and, and an apostolic voice in our region in the Minnesota, Wisconsin area especially. And um, it's so important. It's a family camp. And it's so important that we gather together. And one year it was canceled because of COVID and we missed it. We missed the fellowship. We missed the togetherness. We missed the ministry together. It's so important. There's still openings, by the way, for Revival in the Rockies. You can go to Rain Ministries or type in Revival in the Rockies. Uh, and you can register for those of you who are spontaneous. It actually starts, uh, I believe, this Thursday and Friday and goes for a week. It's a life-changing experience, and Amy and I are, are daily speakers at this, at this uh, family camp as well. But we are hardwired to need each other. We're hardwired to touch other human beings. Now, it's interesting because I don't even think that's an evolutionary advantage for those of you who are evolutionary-minded, which I am not. It's not even an evolutionary advantage to need each other. We should be able to survive on our own, but it's a heavenly culture. And so it makes sense when we see things that don't even make sense biologically, but, but there's something that there's a spiritual connection that's so important. There's a soul connection between human beings that we were actually wired to have. The Bible says that not all gifts are given to just one person. That's why we need the body. That's why some of us are eyes and ears and hands and, and, and feet. We all have different roles, but he doesn't give it all to one person. He requires us to need one another. You know, it's interesting, just starting at the very beginning of life, um, studies have shown that NICU or NICU, um, neonatal intensive care units or, um, who have premature babies, um, they try to implement skin-to-skin -skin or what's called kangaroo care. It involves holding your baby against your bare chest, if possible. If the babies are too premature, then just the, the gentle stroking of a parent's hand provides extra warmth and promotes bonding. It has long been known that small babies can't maintain their body temperature well. And so just even holding a baby close to your body helps them to actually survive. Skin-to-skin -skin contact also helps babies' um, bodies self-regulate, which stabilizes the heartbeat and breathing patterns. How precious is that? We see it all the time in babies who are, are fussy or who are hypoxic or, or are having problems 
cardiovascularly and the, and the parents come in or the parents touch them and the heartbeat slows and the breathing patterns normalize. 75% of heart and breathing episodes are reduced using skin-to-skin contact. Pain has also been shown to be reduced through skin-to-skin contact. Consequently, these babies cry less often. Many children who have not had ample physical and emotional attention are at higher risk for behavioral, emotional, and social problems as they grow up. These trends point to the lasting effects of early infancy environments and the changes that the brain undergoes during that period. There's been studies after studies that show the importance of bonding with babies at a very early age. Why is that important? Why is that important biologically? It's important because wouldn't it be better if they could just survive on their own? Well, not according to the kingdom's culture because we require each other. But touch is even more vital than this. Babies who are not held, nuzzled, and hugged enough can stop growing And if the situation lasts long enough, even die. Studies have shown that that's true. It's fascinating, isn't it? But it kind of makes sense. And actually, it doesn't change, I don't think, as kids get older. I think it's important as kids continue to grow, that physical contact that they have with parents is a vital vital, uh, ingredient to them growing into healthy, adjusted children. It's so important, dads, to show physical affection to your daughters, to hug them, to snuggle them, to sit and watch TV holding their hand, and and demonstrate healthy affection from men. It is critical in our culture for, for women to have healthy affection from men, and it starts with their dads. And in the way they show precious, pure love and connection and physical touch to their daughters. Moms with their sons. It's important that their sons are able to be demonstrated healthy affection from women. And moms can do that at an early age. What about dads and sons? How do we show physical affection? We show it by wrestling (laughs) and laughing, grabbing each other and tackling each other to the ground. That's how guys do it. And it's important. It's an important physical contact in the development of their brain and the development of their soul. We um, we actually stumbled on a cartoon this weekend called Bluey. Maybe those of you who have younger kids than us have already been connected with Bluey. It's an Australian uh, cartoon. But really the whole cartoon is, is structured around this very healthy family where there is a lot of physical um compassion, physical contact, um, physical connection between parents and children. And they play act and dad pretends he's a robot or dad pretends he's a patient getting surgery. And, and there's all these different interactions and it's funny and it's, it's lighthearted, but really what it's demonstrating to parents is the importance of connecting even just through physical touch with your children. It's so important. Let's go on to marriage. We all know the importance of physical touch. Words are vital and words of affirmation, but in combination with physical affection and physical touch to one another. How about holding hands? <laughs> Let's bring it back. We got to we gotta up the survey, the Johnny and Amy survey. I want to see you holding hands with your spouse because we're, we're watching, we're paying attention. <laughs> it's so important. 
It's just that connection, that 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 sign of 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 warmth and affection towards one another. It's how we are wired. You know, public display of affection, it's actually okay in front of your children. I'm not talking about being weird or crossing any boundaries here, of course. But I'm talking about about kissing your spouse and hugging them and cuddling them in front of your children. My friends, there is no greater security that you could provide for your children than to demonstrate in front of them that you're crazy about your spouse. It creates the security that children need so desperately right now in this culture of divorce and breakup and fighting and irritability and sitcoms that uh, that uh, spouses destroy each other in. And they see their, their, their parents going away for a weekend. They see their parents holding hands. They see their parents sitting on the porch and talking. They see their parents snuggling in front of the TV. This is what they need to see because it actually provides security. It's called physical human touch. And it's so important because it's the center part of his heart through his kingdom. You know, it's interesting. Um, one of my favorite movies is a movie by Tom Hanks called Castaway. Maybe some of you have seen it. Some people don't like it. It's a little little dark at times. Um, but I thought it's, it's such a great example of the need for physical human touch. Tom Hanks uh, is on an airplane. There's a plane wreck and he gets stranded on, on a desert island, basically. And, and over the course of the movie, he begins to go insane. Now, I know that this is just Hollywood, but again, studies have proven that if we are removed, even as an adult, a, a completely healthy, no mental illness, just a, a, an adult who is, who is completely um, connected with society, if we are removed from society and we are on a desert island disconnected from human interaction, that we begin to go insane. There's a scientific truth to that. Now, I know that the Holy Spirit can sustain people supernaturally. I, I believe in that and ministering angels and all of those things. But, but biologically speaking, when we are disconnected from human interaction, something changes biologically in our brain, in our brain chemistry. Because we need each other. We need human interaction. If you were on this desert island and you had a cell phone and you could talk to people every day, I think it would help, but I'm not so sure that it would make the insanity go away. I think we need to touch each other and be with each other and hug each other and hold each other and, and shake hands and, and be part of society. Why? Because we were hardwired that way. It just makes sense. And finally, I believe that it's so critical to our culture in the kingdom that we don't forget to gather together to minister to one another. 1 Timothy 4.14 says, Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. 2 Timothy 1.6, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Mark 16, 18 says they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. There is a biblical precedent for actually touching each other, laying hands, actually an impartation that takes place. I've had, I had the privilege of actually preaching this last Sunday at our church, and I actually spoke on self-condemnation, which was my last podcast. If you haven't heard that or you struggle with self-condemnation, please listen to that. Um, I believe it's an important podcast. But I was, I was laying out how self-condemnation is actually an anti-Christ spirit. It's not humility. 
It's actually the enemy trying to paralyze you. And, and I actually led the congregation through some ministry where we just repeated each, repeated things back and, and we spoke. And then at the very end, I said, sometimes we just need help. And sometimes we need just the laying on of hands and the encouragement. And this is after initial ministry. And of course, in my mind, I thought maybe four or five people might come up. We're not a very big church. But I said it would be an honor if I could lay hands on you and agree with you and put a hedge of protection around you and your mind. And maybe I shouldn't be surprised, but probably 25 people came up. I spent almost an hour just ministering to them and laying my hands on them and crying with them and blessing them and, 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 and sealing them with the protection of the Spirit. What a privilege as a minister to be able to do that. Could I do that over a cell phone? Maybe. I mean, the Holy Spirit isn't fragile. I get that. But there is something about human connection, the laying on of hands. I spoke at a large healing conference, and I spoke about trauma. And this was a much larger group. And, and again, at the end, I said, you know, if you just need prayer over trauma, if you feel like it's just gripped you, that you can't quite seem to break it off, and you just need somebody to lay hands on you, because it's not about me, it's not about my hands, it's just about the Holy Spirit working through it, but there is something about human connection. So I had people come forward at the end. And again, in my mind, I thought maybe 10, 15 people who are really hurting that really need deep ministry. But my friends, hundreds came forward. Not exaggerating, hundreds came forward because they were hurting and they just were longing for someone to lay hands on them and to impart healing. Impartation is an, a powerful tool. It's through, can, can you impart without physical touch? Probably, but I believe he's designed us to need each other. Sometimes we just need each other. Let me just repeat Hebrews 10, 24. And let us consider how we may spur one another on. I love that. Toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. The Bible is timeless, isn't it? I feel like we're in a culture right now where we're in the habit of not meeting together. But encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. My friends, how we shift culture, how we push back against the culture of social distancing is to be purposeful, purposeful to gather together, purposeful to have people over for dinner, purposeful to just do lunch. I just connected with my pastor. Hey, Pastor Steve, if you're listening, I love you, man. And we decided very spontaneously just to do lunch together. Now, we could have, we could have conveyed information about our lives over text, and we've done that before, but... but when we got together, we were able to share our hearts. There's something about an in-person meeting at Dairy Queen. <laughs> That's just different. And what a privilege it was just to sit down with my pastor and hear his heart and him to hear mine and for us to share hearts for even a short period of time. But it's togetherness. Let's continue to do conferences and meetings. Let's connect with one another. Let's be there for each other and minister over to one another because it's so important that we stay connected and that we don't give up meeting together. I would love for you to connect with me, even though it's going to be probably a link on my website. 
<laughs> Even though it'd be fun to meet each one of you in person and lay my hands on you. I'm using modern technology to my advantage through a podcast and I get that. But I'm encouraging you to connect physically with people. It's so important. But please don't hesitate to go to pushbackculture.org. It's pushbackculture.org. There will be links to all of these podcasts and past podcasts, but also a place for you to leave comments and questions to me. I would love to get back to you or share any of your questions uh, on one of my future podcasts. If you have topics that have kind of been burning inside of you or that your family has been struggling with or very specific questions that you would like Dr. Johnny to see if he can tackle and go after, I would be honored to do that. So leave a question, comment, or a podcast topic for me for the future. I'd be happy to entertain that and look into that for you. So thank you again for connecting with me this week. I look forward to talking to you again next week. But until then, let's go together now to set and shape the culture. <laughs>